For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. There we go. Sorry, guys, we're having some technical difficulties. Um, welcome to the Take Human Action podcast. This is going to be a solo episode. Uh, I am Regina Badger with uh, Issue Coalitions of the Libertarian Party of Pennsylvania. Um, today we are doing a recap of the counter protest that we did today in Harrisburg. Um, we went down there, uh, ceasefire PA and uh, March for Our Lives did a essentially demanding stricter gun laws. So we went down there um, to counter protest. And these are just kind of some of my takeaways um, from today. Um, so I will give credit where credit is due. They did have a decent turnout. Um, they had, a, I want to say about a hundred people and that they bust in, um, as Democrats typically do, but, um, they had a, had about a hundred people out there. Um, there were only six of us, um, but it, it brings light to an important, an important issue. I shouldn't say issue, but a tactic that they use that I don't think people realize is one, actually a decent tactic, but, um, so I want to make note that this protest was on a Thursday from their entire event was from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. with the uh, rally outside of the Capitol from 12 to 1. Um, so for most normal people, uh, this is a work week. This is a work day. Um, we don't all have the luxury um, to to take off and be there. Or, you know, if this would have been a weekend event, we would have had a lot of people there. And I know that the scrutiny that we're getting right now, that unfortunately um, there, there wasn't many of us down there today, but I, I noticed with the rally that it did consist of mostly students. Uh, I shouldn't say students, but younger kids and uh, essentially older boomers. Um, so again, it, it's just a shame that 
we see this tactic a lot where they're doing these midday, midweek events that a lot of their opposition can't attend. Um, so that that was the only kind of downside for us is that, you know, I'm sure there would have a lot of people would have loved to be there. But it it kind of brings up that there's this constant. Uh, I want to say criticism when, because because we had this criticism with the Rage Against the War rally, where you know, Rage Against the War was like uh, a gathering, and I I think it's that whether it's whether it's someone um, on on Twitter you know, making fun of the five clowns that showed up. Um, or it's Rachel Maddow trying to say it's a weird little rally. It's still the fact that people are showing up for the message. And I think that's the important part is we still showed up, you know, maybe the next one, there'll be 10 people. Maybe the one after that, there'll be 50 people and then so on and so forth. I think it's still important. Even if even if I would have been the only one there, I still would have showed up and I still would have had the, the great conversations, which I'll get into later, with the people on the opposite side. Um, so I I don't think I don't think attendance should be the biggest criticism. I think it should be the fact that people still showed up to defend the message. And our message today was to promote responsible gun ownership and to prevent any sort of authoritarian government overreach. Um, so more about more about the rally. So they did have some speakers. Um, they had some testimonials. Um, you know, it was it was pretty heartbreaking to hear some of these stories of people who, um, you know, lost loved ones children, family, friends, to gun violence or to suicide. And there's this misconception, I feel like, that whether it's libertarians or anyone who is pro um, Second Amendment rights, that we are almost happy about this, that we're, you know, a, a, a dig that the left tries to use a lot is, you know, the, you know, the blood of these children is on your hands. And it's, it's this weird misconception. And it's this, um, I, I wish people would stop thinking about us like this. You know, it's just simply that I feel I have the right to defend myself. Um, you know, it's, it's funny to me that the same people who, you know, pushed for lockdowns, um, pushed for vaccine mandates, they screamed defund the police for two years, are the ones who are saying that we shouldn't have any guns. So my question is then, so who comes to your aid when someone's breaking into your house? Who comes to your aid when someone, you know, accosts you when you're getting into your car. You know, I'll use myself as an example. Um, I am barely five foot. I am not strong. And I live on my own. And I personally feel safer 
having a firearm. And the best case scenario for me is that I will never point my firearm at another human being. And I think that's another, like, I wish that people understood that more rather than having um, this misconception about, you know, responsible gun owners is the best case scenario is that I never point my gun at somebody and I never want to have to use it, but that doesn't, negate the fact that I still want to be a responsible gun owner. Like I still want to make sure my gun is properly locked up when it's not in use. I want to make sure that my gun is clean and it's functioning properly, that I know how to safely use it. Um, you know, it's, it's just, there's a lot of misconceptions that I learned that today. I learned that we, we had some people come up and, and talk to us and, um, I, I want to save that for, for a little bit later, but, um, real quick, let me just take a look at the comments here. Um, yeah, the difference is we have jobs and they don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I, um, again, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame that it, it happened when it did. Um, but you know, my, this just kind of motivated me that maybe we need some sort of event or maybe we need our own kind of you know, advocating for responsible gun ownership. Um, so maybe, you know, maybe these, it's good that they keep using this tactic because it just motivates us to, to do our own and make sure that it's, you know, on a weekend. Um, so let me just see what else here. So the, so obviously we were kind of given some looks and, you know, we, we did have some people, um, Autumn Pangea, our wonderful Autumn Pangea actually got interviewed, um, by, uh, CBS 21. And, um, what's, what's really funny is while she was being interviewed, I, I want to, oh, I want to make this point too. Um, we did not disturb their, their protest, their, their rally. Um, we made sure to stay far back on the steps. Like we did not try to like interject ourselves. We did not try to get into camera angle with our signs. We, you know, had a bullhorn, but we didn't use it. Um, you know, we weren't yelling things, you know, I mean, we were talking amongst ourselves and there were a couple things that were a little outrageous that, you know, maybe we had a, a comment or two, but, um, we kept it respectful and we kept it very peaceful. Um, and I find it funny that the, um, ceasefire PA and Mar and, um, March for our lives, people cannot give us that same respect. Um, there was one woman who was so offended that the news was even interviewing us that she tried to interject herself during autumn's interview. She was like yelling and trying to make a scene. And luckily, um, actually one of, I think ceasefire PA or uh, March for Our Lives, one of their um, members actually kind of was like, come on over here, Karen, like you're embarrassing us. So that that was actually pretty, pretty funny. Um, but uh, we did have some people approach us. Um, Autumn had a wonderful interaction with, um, with someone who was just asking about like what we were there for, who we were with. 
Um, me personally, um, there was a couple that came up to um, me, uh, Eric Earhart, um, and uh, our friend Greg, and um, they they had the same questions. They were like, you know, like what what is it about these bills that um, you're so concerned about? Uh, you know, how does this affect your Second Amendment rights? And um, you know, we we let them get their concerns out. We let them ask their questions. And what what I explained is that these um, these bills and these you know like red flag laws, which we we talked about too. It's not. I feel like when people ask us why this is such a problem, it gives away immediately that they have not studied history or they are refusing to acknowledge history because in what I have learned, it's, it's not like the, the cops just immediately knock on your door and take your guns. Um, and that really can't happen. And you know why that can't happen? Because we have guns and it's, it's goalposting. So it starts with these small things like the red flag laws. So then it starts with stricter gun control and then even stricter gun control. And then the next thing you know, we are in totalitarianism territory or we're in authoritarian government overreach. You know, you know who really loved the idea of gun control? Hitler. You know who really loved the idea of gun control? Stalin. You know who really loved the idea of gun control? Mao. All of these dictators got to the horrible point of genocide by disarming their citizens. And if that's not enough reason for you to understand why I should have the right to defend myself, my family, and my property, then I, I'm going to have a really hard time taking your argument seriously. Um, so... It, it was funny enough that during this conversation, they kind of um, revealed that, one, they didn't read the bills. They didn't read what was in the bills. And they didn't really understand how red flag laws can be abused. Um, you know, Eric um, had a great example for them about how red flag laws can be abused where you have a domestic violence situation. And, you know, the, um, the woman's trying to, to get away and the, you know, husband goes, um, you know, the husband goes and says, oh, you know what? She's not acting like herself. I think she's crazy. And, you know, I think, I, I think she needs to have her guns taken away from her. And then that woman can't defend herself in an abusive situation and, the next thing you know, her guns are take her gun is taken away, and now that opens up for a, a whole different tragedy. Um, you know, and and I think sometimes this this was a great reminder for me too. I think sometimes we assume that everybody who's there for that type of rally or who's chanting that message. I think as libertarians, we tend to almost have this knee jerk reaction that they they're all kind of have that um 
sinister undertone of like a communist socialist mindset where like they know what they're doing. And I think a lot of these people are just expressing this concern from an emotional reaction or um, uh, I would say an emotional reaction or they're just not educated. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll use myself as an example. Previous to joining the party, I was very anti-gun. Now, I had a situation where I had an abusive ex-boyfriend who, um, when I tried to leave, held a gun to my head and then turned the gun on himself in an attempt to keep me there. That For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply would have been a wonderful time for me to been able to defend myself. Um, now, unfortunately, because of that incident, that made me very anti-gun. Um, again, not understanding how outside of my little bubble that, again, responsible gun ownership is necessary. So as the years went by and I started to get educated on like, oh, this is how you safely handle a gun. Like, hey, what if you're in this situation? Um, so it's it's wild to me that some people can conveniently forget human nature. And and I and I there's there I have another thing I want to touch on that. Um, so anyway, so we're talking about red flag laws and, um, this gentleman stops. He's like, no, 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 that's not how red flag laws work. If I, we have to be a family member. And if I see that, you know, my wife or my cousin is acting, you know, out of, out of key, I go and fill out a form and we go to a judge and the judge makes a determination. And I said to him, so you trust the judge and you trust everybody involved in that situation to 100% tell the truth. And that kind of stopped him. He goes, and I told him, I said, I envy you. I envy your trust in the judicial system because it's never failed. I envy your trust in human beings to always tell the truth to always do the right thing. Um, 
I'm envious of that. And I genuinely am. I'm genuinely envious of, of people who like these stricter gun reform, who assume that they, um, are never going to be in a situation where they have to defend their life or their property. Um, I'm pretty envious of that because I don't have that trust in the human race and I don't have that trust in the police to show up on time. Um, and again, you all screamed for two years, defund the police. So I don't know who you think is coming to help you when someone is breaking into your home and threatening the lives of your, you, your family. And, and it's always kind of funny to me that the people, again, who are crying out for this really strict gun control, they're either these like low test males who can't defend themselves or they're these gelatinous women who probably get winded walking up their stairs carrying a laundry basket. So it's like, who, how are you defending yourself? But it's, it's just wild how, again, and, and you want to talk about privilege, like it, it, that's a privilege in itself that you think you'll never be in danger, that your neighbor will never be in danger. Like they love to scream about privilege. That's, that's a privilege. Again, I'm, I'm not even a minority. I'm just a small female who lives on her own. And I feel safer at night knowing that I'm caring, but, um, so as far as news coverage for, um, for the event, um, oh, before I get into that, um, but I did want to say that the, um, the people that did come up to us and talk to us, um, the woman who talked to Autumn and the couple that talked to the rest of our group, I do want to thank them for recognizing that we didn't disrupt, like they said to us, thank you for not, you know, yelling and disrupting the protest. Thank you for coming out here and being respectful. Thank you for talking to us. And I think that is for me as someone who's passionate about creating these coalitions, you know, even with the people who we're not going to see eye to eye on, because I even said to them, she, the woman was carrying a sign that was calling for, um, uh, I forget what her, her sign said exactly, but it was, it was basically a sign promoting, um, you know, lock, you know, safe gun, like locking your gun up properly, like, like gun safety. And I said, I agree with you. I want people to know how to handle their firearm properly. I want them to get it legally. You know, we, we don't support this, this idea of, of bad people doing bad things. Like I'm not happy about the kid in Denver who hurt two teachers. I'm not happy about any of these school shootings. I'm not happy to hear that, you know, a man, you know, shot his wife and child and then turned the gun on himself. Like these are tragedies, but the, the bigger, the bigger issue is that, is that we don't have a gun problem. We have a serious mental health problem in this country. And you can't talk to me about how that kid got or purchased his gun when most of these school shooters, these kids are on a hefty cocktail of antidepressant medication, these SSRIs and SNRIs, why are we not talking about the dangers of putting these, you know, juvenile kids on these cocktails rather than addressing the fact that we have a, like the real systemic issue is that we have trauma in these communities and these people are crying out 
over and over for relief and we're not taking the other measures. You know, I, I mean, I've talked at nauseam about, you know, I'm, I'm a big plant medicine advocate. Like, I don't really want to exclude that from this because if you're going to push for, if you're going to push your, you know, lawmakers for stricter gun control, then you better be pushing them to take care of the problem of mental health in this country. You know, they love their statistics over the last couple of years about how suicide and, you know, gun violence has gone up. But let's not forget the fact that we locked people in their homes for a year and a half, two years. We told people they couldn't go to work and support their families and take care of their own for two years. We kept the liquor stores open, but your mom and pop shops couldn't operate. You know, Amazon could still operate. Like we, we have to talk about these bigger issues if we're going to focus on, on something like the gun control. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just a shame, a shame again, how they, they kind of have, they kind of hyper-focus on, on one thing, not realizing that some of the other issues that they are, are pushing for are essentially adding to the problem. Um, as far as coverage, um, there was a couple news stations there. Like I said, Autumn got interviewed, which is awesome. Um, you know, just again, you know, echoing our message about, you know, safe gun control, or I'm sorry, <laughs> responsible um, gun ownership. Um, but... I know we had a couple um, questions slash comments. Of course, I can't find it right now. But anyway, moving on. Um, from from our illustrious chair yeah the implementation nonviolent possession charges for drugs and guns is how the authorities moved the overton window away from constitutionally protected rights yeah exactly um what was your biggest takeaways from the event um, so for me, um, again, my, my biggest takeaway is that I, I, I hate to make this sound like we're trying to adopt leftist, uh, tactics. Cause you know, that's, that's the last thing I want to do. Um, one of my biggest takeaways is I think we, I think we really need to, take an initiative to educate people the way that they are trying to emotionally manipulate people. Um, and again, I'm not taking away from the tragedy of these people who have suffered gun violence or had a family member affected by gun violence. Um, it's, it's more just, we need to come to the table and have those conversations. Like for example, I, it would have been very easy to say to that couple, and I think is again, libertarians, we, we tend to, to again, have a knee jerk reaction. Cause again, 
a lot of us are educated and understand the concept of the right to life, liberty, property. But a lot of these people are not. We, we have to work on having a knee-jerk reaction and sounding aggressive when people genuinely say, like, what's your deal? Like, even if they say, like, you know, why are you a gun nut? You know, explain to them, like, I'm not a gun nut. We need to we need to educate people and 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 hear them like we're, we're going to get a lot further. You know, we don't have to leave the table, best friends, but I think I think we're going to get a lot further. And that's really what today showed me by just simply letting people voice their concerns and just explaining to them. You know, this is my stance this is why here's how what you're implementing can be abused and these these measures can be abused it's on on a, a very wide scale so you know my my call just you know trying to build these coalitions is that don't be afraid to just kind of hold your tongue for a second and and have a conversation with these people because some of them just aren't educated or some of them are coming from an, an emotional reactionary place um but you know and my other big takeaway is just that you know we we really need to you know um we just had um maj toure who's you know the founder of black guns matter and he's doing a lot of great things down at the solutionary center down there in philadelphia um we kind of need to take take that initiative other places you know we need to be offering you know we need to be setting up some sort of some class or some sort of um you know gathering just where we're educating and we're we're not we're not shutting people out like we need to let people come to the table and have the conversation like i know it's hard i know it's hard when again we're educated on these things like we've we understand like how the domino effect with disarming citizens goes but we still need to give people the chance because I think there's a lot of people in that gray area who once they're educated and they start thinking from themselves, like they, even if they don't, even if they don't go and get, you know, a Glock 19 tomorrow, they might at least go, well, you know what? I see their point. So I'm going to leave them alone. And as libertarians, that's really all we want is just, just leave us alone. Um, but, you know, it's again, um, I, I, I was glad that, again, we showed up um, more than anything, you know, I just, I just hope people understand, you know, if you have a message and if you have a belief, you absolutely need to stand for your rights because it's, it's when we stop showing up, it's when we stop voicing our concerns, it's when we stop having these constructive conversations, that's when it's really going to domino effect into, into a problem. Um, so yeah um so guys that's really all i have i'm sorry i'm flying kind of solo here um i am very tired i've been on the road all day um i had to be around socialist communists and that always drains my battery like kryptonite but i certainly want to remind everybody that we have the uh take human action tour um featuring dave smith maj toure scott Horton, and many more um, we have the Eventbrite link that I will drop in the chat here. It doesn't break everything.
Um, but yeah, everyone, I highly recommend coming out. Um, the I believe next, yeah, the next stop is going to be in New York at the Blockchain Center. Um, again, two uh, on uh, Saturday um, with our guest speakers. But um, but yeah, thanks again, guys, um, for. Uh, for uh, coming out or coming in, listening. Um, again, I'm sorry. We're just running with a uh, running with a solo episode here. Um, but again, and I thank you everybody who came out to the rally today. Again, I know this was weird with a um, and this was weird with a Thursday in the middle of the day. Um, but I really do appreciate um, everyone coming out and um, taking a stance. You know, thank you to Eric Gerhardt, our uh, Hopefully we have some sort of special election, um, our endorsed candidate for the Senate. Um, I really appreciate him coming out. And he brought his puppy. So that always, um, we, oh, that's the biggest takeaway is when we go to these events um, with these groups that we don't get along with, um, bring a dog because Eric's dog was the star of the show. And so many people forgot for a second that we were these crazy gun nuts to come up and pet his dog. So 1000%, um, start bringing dogs to more of our events. <laughs> um, but again, guys, thank you for popping in and listening to the recap and don't forget to take human action. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.